everybody. Welcome to our broadcast service this wonderful evening. Good God is an awesome God and worthy to be praised on this wonderful name. Amen. We come and bless his holy name. We come to lift him up and give him thanks for, again, all that he has done and allowing us to be back one more time in the house of the Lord. So let's all stand and go before the Lord in prayer this evening. Let's give God praise and glory. Let's give him thanks for who he is tonight. Let's give him thanks for, again, just being an awesome, marvelous, marvelous God tonight. Father, we thank you, Lord, tonight for your goodness. We thank you for your love. Thank God for your hand of mercy, God, tonight. We thank God for your protection. Thank God for allowing us to be back one more time, God, to come and worship you. Come to bless your wonderful name. God, in the mighty name of Jesus, tonight we glorify you. We lift you up. God, we ask you, Lord, to move by your spirit tonight. God, just touch every life and every heart and every soul this evening. God, just accomplish your divine work. Let it be done. Lord, we just give you thanks tonight. God, we just praise you, God, and just expecting God and believing you. God, you, you will do awesome things in this wonderful evening. God, we pray. God, just, God, just move by your Holy Ghost tonight. Accomplish your will. God, to do these great things. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, amen. Bible says, let us make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands tonight. Let's do that tonight on page 462 in your songbooks. We can sing that song, Springs of Living Water. You know, when you drink of the goodness of God, again, it's a, it does something on the inside of your soul. It, it, it satisfies the soul. And the song says, you're happy now am I. My soul is satisfied because I've been drinking from the springs of living water. And it's old bountiful supply that it is tonight. Amen. Page 462 in your songbooks tonight. Thirsted in the barren land of sin and shame, and nothing satisfying there I found. But to the blessed cross of Christ, one day I came, for springs of living water did abound. Drinking at, drinking at the springs of living water. Happy now am I, my soul is satisfied. Drinking, drinking at the springs of living water. Oh, wonderful. from the hills of God it makes me glad and happy all the way now glory, now glory, grace and blessings but the path I drop I'm shouting hallelujah every day drinking at, drinking at the springs of living water happy now am I, my soul is satisfied oh, drinking at the springs of living water oh wonderful and Supply. Oh, sinner, won't you come today to Calvary? A fountain there is flowing deep and wide. The Savior now invites you to the waters free, where thirsty spirits can be satisfied. Drinking at, oh, drinking at the springs of living water. Happy now am I, my soul is satisfied. Drinking, drinking at the springs of living water. How sweet the living waters from the hills of God. It makes me glad and happy all the way. Now glory, now glory, grace and blessings mark the path I drop. I'm shouting hallelujah every day. Drinking at, drinking at the springs of living water. Happy now am I, my soul is satisfied. Drinking at the springs of living water. 
water. Oh, wonderful and bountiful. Number three, you know, sinner, won't you come? Oh, sinner, won't you come today to Calvary? A fountain there is flowing deep and wide. The Savior now invites you to the waters free, where thirsty spirits can be Sing a chorus again, drinking at, drinking at the springs of living water. Happy now am I, my soul is satisfied. Oh, drinking at the springs of living water. Oh, wonderful and bountiful supply. Come on, let's drink tonight. The water flows freely tonight for every soul, every heart. Let's drink of him tonight, the goodness of God. Put our cups uplifted tonight, Lord, we lift it to heaven. God asking you to fill every cup, satisfy every soul today. God meet every need, oh God, we pray. God, we thank you, Lord, for being that living water tonight, being that satisfier of the soul. God, we just say thank you tonight. Amen, amen, amen. Praise God. Page 464, one page over. Again, our new naming glory, and it's mine, amen. Once you taste of the goodness of God, there's a renewing in the heart and soul of your heart today and your mind. Thank God for salvation today. He gives us a new name tonight. Well, I was once a sinner, but I came part and to receive from my Lord. Oh, this was freely given, and I found that he always kept to his word. There's a new name, there's a new name written down in glory. And it's mine, and it's mine, oh yes, it's mine. And the white robe angels, and the white robe angels sing the story. A sinner has come home. There's a new name, there's a new name, written down in glory. And it's mine, and it's mine, oh yes, it's mine. Oh, with my sins forgiven, I am bound. I was humbly kneeling at the cross, fearing none but God's angry found. When the heavens opened and I saw that my name was written down. Oh, there's a new name, there's a new name written down. And it's mine, and it's mine, oh yes, it's mine. And the white robe angels sing the story of sin. And it's mine, and it's mine, oh yes it's mine, with my sins forgiven, with my sins forgiven, I am bound forever, nevermore to wrong. In the book is written, in the book is written, say by grace, oh the joy that came to my soul. a new 
Sing a song from the guttermost to the uttermost. Amen. Wherever you may be in life, wherever you are, God can find you. God can reach down and touch your life, reach down and touch the soul, mind, the body. Whoever you may be, I'm telling you, my God can save. Amen. He's mighty to save. He's awesome. 
And truly, we say thank God tonight for, again, who he is today. And another part of that song is, one thing I did wrong, I stayed a sinner much too long. And that's we all can probably testify that and say, man, if I only came to Christ a whole lot sooner, kept me out of a whole lot more trouble than what I found myself in. And so, but thank God, again, we come to a time in your life where you say, you know what, I'm ready to give my life to God. And again, the wisest choice you can ever make in life is to serve God, live for God. Again, let him be your king and Lord and Savior. And so we encourage you, we encourage you to live for him again. Live for him again, our soon coming king one day. Again, and it'll be worth it all, eternity, eternity, to where, again, we'll live forevermore with the Lord our God. And so let your name, what, is, what do you mean by that new name? We were saying about a new name in glory. What does that mean? Again, when you say, again, your role, your name is written in the role, on the roster, amen. Again, where you... When the roll is called up yonder, we haven't done it in a while either. When the roll is called up yonder, I'll be there. And so the book of life, God writes names down. Amen. He takes, again, account of, again, who, who's where and who's saved and who's not saved. And so he looks over and watches over us. And, again, we want to, as he looks at our lives and looks at each of us today, we want him to be well pleased with us. And so let that be your prayer. Say, I want to be saved. You do not want to miss heaven, brothers and sisters. Heaven's going to be worked at all. We leave this old earth, leave this old uh, crooked world that we live in and begin to spend eternity with him. Make that your prayer, your goal. It won't be far, believe it or not. Life is so short. Life is, uh, scripture refers to it as a vapor of time. Again, uh, we're here for a little while, a little puff of smoke, and then you're gone. And so uh, each man will have to give an account for his life. And what will we have done with Jesus? And so make that your prayer. Again, that where you say, you know, I want, uh, I want to accept and receive him. Live for him. Dedicate my life to him. Again, that should be the plea of all men. The Bible says what? He says, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. So let's make that our prayer, your prayer, that one day we can be with Jesus forevermore. Amen. He eagerly awaits us. Our Heavenly Father eagerly awaits to be again with his creation. And truly, make that your prayer tonight. Amen. This time, uh, she prepared to sing a song as unto the Lord tonight. Amen. Let's. Continue to worship God. Continue to worship him. And again, we like to welcome each one as we uh, may perhaps tune in tonight or uh, first time seeing uh, again the broadcast. We'd like to welcome you as well to our church service. We're located at 334 Astro Street here in Brooklyn, New York. And so we would love for you to come by and be with us. And our next service is at 11 a.m. 11 a.m., 334 Astro Street. 11 a.m., we also have Children's Church. And so uh, uh, make plans. Bring your family kids, your loved ones, nieces, nephews, whoever it may be, invite them to bring them to the house of the Lord. No better place, again, to raise your family and your children than is to, in the house of the Lord. Amen. So make this your plan. Make plans and make that your prayer to be at our next service again here at 334 Ashley Street. Amen. God bless you.
mighty to save again as he conquered that grave. You think about this. Listen to those lyrics about all the wonderful things that God can do, all the awesome things that God can do. And we said again the mightiest feat of all was to come and save mankind, to come and save the lost and to redeem mankind who had been uh, separated from our Heavenly Father. And truly, again, the, the miraculous power of his resurrection and the power of his blood, no doubt, that, that, that again, we give God thanks today. And again, and we thank God for all that he can and will do and believe in God and what he can and will do as well. I, I want to uh, continue to remind you again, as we said before, a week, a weekend and looking forward to what God's going to do. Continue to pray for one another. Continue to pray for the souls of men and women. Again, that they can also come be partakers of, of again, all the things that God has in store for, for mankind. Amen. And the blessings of mankind. I want to uh, read Exodus chapter uh, 15 this evening. Exodus 15. Exodus 15. And we'll use this as a springboard. There's so much in here, uh, again, as you look at it. But Exodus 15 we'll use as our main uh, text here, the main text this evening. It's a, it jumps right into the story of where uh, in verse 18, we'll read it there. The Bible says, the Lord shall reign forever and ever. And that really, that in itself can really wrap up the, 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 the synopsis of the message today. The Lord shall reign forever and ever. The Bible says in verse 19, the horse of Pharaoh went in with the, his chariots and with his horsemen into the sea and the Lord brought again the waters of the sea upon them but the children of Israel went on dry land in the midst of the sea and the Bible says that Miriam the prophetess the sister of Aaron took the timbrel in her hand and all the women went out after her with timbrels and with dances Miriam answered uh, them sing ye unto the Lord for he hath triumphed gloriously the horse and the, his riders uh, hath he thrown into the sea and I'll, I'll stop there but I, I want to uh, really give it 18 and that really covers it all the Bible says the Lord shall reign forever and ever and for a little bit today we want to tap into uh, again, kind of what we've been running with over the past, or the past year, I guess, the beginning of this year. And we're going to give it a title this evening about an extraordinary outcome. An extraordinary outcome. Again, if you think about outcomes in itself, there's always going to be an outcome of, of some, some sort. Always an outcome, some kind of way. Some kind of way, uh, again, whether it's uh, good, bad, or the ugly. Good, bad, or the ugly, we've been talking about extraordinary things that we will see in this year, extraordinary events, extraordinary things, and extraordinary outcomes. Again, whether again, whether we say it again, good, bad, or ugly, we want to make sure that we're on the good side of Almighty God. Extraordinary outcomes, we believe in God, as we said before, how we're believing God for great things. Always we great, expect, anticipate great things from God. Expect great things from God. Even attempt great things for God. Believe God for great things. Uh, he asks many times uh, uh, throughout the scriptures, uh, uh, really just testing man's faith. 
testing man's uh, confidence in him, uh, whether they believed for the outcome. You go back and read Ezekiel, how he asked him, he says, can these bones live that had been dried up for a long time? He was wanting to know what he thought of the outcome. And on and on and on, various places that we read about, uh, here in particular in, in Exodus, and you go back and read when Jesus even said, how then, do you believe that I'm able to do this? He was wanting to know uh, their outcome. And, and actually, again, those that had faith to believe, they were uh, really uh, were blessed because of that. They were blessed because they believed in an extraordinary outcome beyond the natural, beyond, again, what man could do, beyond what science could do, beyond all the things in which mankind could conjure up in his own mind. We serve a God who's able to exceed do abundantly above, above all that we can even ask or think. An extraordinary outcome. And so, again, uh, that will be that even in the end, as we look at it from, uh, uh, from the time, whether it's eternal life, again, uh, from heaven or hell, both are extraordinary outcomes. And you think about it in life and at the end of one's life, and we share with you how it's a vapor of time. And so as we look at all these different things, the outcomes are, will be extraordinary. God does things in extraordinary fashion. Again, from creation, we see, and all the way to the end, to Revelation, we see extraordinary things of Almighty God. In this particular reading, we find the children of Israel. Children of Israel, they have found themselves enslaved now to, to Egypt. Egypt, again, is northern Africa area, ruled by the man named Pharaoh. Ruled by the man named Pharaoh. And leading, how did they get to Egypt? Uh, you may wonder, how did they even get there? Uh, the time There was a time of a drought, as you go back to the end of Genesis. A time of drought, and a man named Joseph, a lot of stories, go back and read the story of Joseph and how the, God had used him for an extraordinary outcome as well. It, again, when it, it, the way it played out in his life of how the, uh, it seemed bleak at one time, it seemed as if his life was done away with, but God... Is always through faith, always able to cause an extraordinary outcome. Sold into slavery, but in, even in that slave land and in that place, God could uh, again bring out an extraordinary outcome. So this man named Joseph was there, and naturally he uh, uh, was became the number two man uh, again there in uh, uh, Egypt, as we look at tonight. And so, uh, just to give you a round story, the Bible says that he had favor with Pharaoh. Again, and so, being a descendant of Israel, and, and the children of Israel were blessed uh, because of Joseph, and they were brought in, again, even in a time of famine. Naturally, again, we see some died during that time of famine. Some, even in time of drought, again, did not make it. But God, as we serve him and believe him, in the drought season, God can have extraordinary outcomes. They were able to survive the drought as well. And so as time went on, the Bible says that the Pharaoh had died. The Pharaoh that Joseph knew, the Pharaoh that, that was favorable to Egypt, uh, uh, excuse me, to, to Israel, uh, again, had died. And so naturally there was a new Pharaoh in town, if you please. And so him uh, being in control, he enslaved Israel. Israel 
cast into slavery for many, many years. Uh, they were enslaved to make bricks uh, and to do hard tasks, the Bible says. He was a cruel taskmaster. Again, and, and, and he beat them and whipped them. Uh, and so it was a very hard time uh, there in uh, Egypt. Even and so when uh, when a time came when he looked out into the fields and he saw how that the children of Israel grew more than the children of uh, Egypt. And so what did he do? He said, I'm going to kill all the boys, uh, kill all the men. Why? Because so they won't produce as much, if you please. Make a long story short, paraphrasing, just so I can get back to the message here. And so we look at all of this, but even in that, uh, uh, naturally babies died. But God always, and being an extraordinary God he is, was able to take the very ones he was trying to kill via Moses, this baby boy Moses, and use him right underneath his very own nose. That's the type of extraordinary God that we serve. He had a, a, a edict, no doubt, to have all these children killed, um, but little did he know his daughter would raise up this baby named for, uh, Moses. And so, let's get a little deeper into this. And so, God always has an extraordinary outcome. The Bible says that Moses was raised in his house and how that he was trained and, and how he uh, um, was blessed and how he learned and, and how the, uh, really he was treated as a son of Pharaoh. But as time went on, Moses began to see uh, the plight of his own people. He saw the hardships that his people went through uh, and began to have a burden. Uh, again, that they would not always be slaves. Uh, that they would not always be broken. Uh, they would not always be captured uh, and, and bound up to this man named Pharaoh. And so naturally, God touched him and used his heart to be a deliverer of the people just to uh, get through some of the story there. And the Bible says says and God will raise up Moses for an extraordinary outcome amen an extraordinary outcome to where the children of Israel will be delivered from the mighty grip of Pharaoh the superpower of the time a time in which he ruled and reigned and it was impossible even to defeat his armies a time in which he reigned and ruled it was impossible to overcome the mighty armies of Pharaoh but you see we serve a mighty God today that is able to bring forth extraordinary outcomes how many gonna believe God for an extraordinary outcome tonight and so this uh, God, the Bible says that Moses uh, as time went on uh, he, he had to leave because uh, he had killed a man on and on and on we have to go back and read that in your own Bible study time uh, but you see the Bible says but and so he was on the backside of the desert over there uh, oh, fled uh, Egypt uh, but God was working on him uh, God was training him up and putting it in his heart uh, for an extraordinary outcome for his people and the, the children of Israel. The Bible says, and so God began to deal with him. God took him up to this place uh, there to, to, to really to seek God and really to get a hold of him. The Bible says he saw the fiery uh, burning bush. Y'all remember that story? God spoke to him. God dealt with him. God moved in his life and God was going to use him, as we said, for an extraordinary outcome. Naturally, Moses began to talk with God and I 
I'll just bring this point up about how he said, well, what, who, uh, he said, I want you to go back and, and, and really to tell Pharaoh to let my people go. He said, I want you to go back in that place and tell Pharaoh to let my people go. Again, God, the extraordinary outcome, God wants you to be free tonight. God wants you to be delivered tonight. You don't have to stay bound tonight. God's desire, as we said, is for every man, woman, boy, or girl to be saved. God wants you to be uh, delivered from the clutches of the enemy. And tonight, my friend, you can have an extraordinary outcome through the power of salvation, through the power of God. And so uh, Moses said, how can this be? And who, when I go, who should I tell sent me? And the Bible says, he says, tell him I am sent you. I am sent you. And, and really, he left it at that. I am. How many know about the great I am tonight? The great I am. And really, he left it an open-ended book because of who he is. He's an almighty God. So when you go and see Pharaoh... You tell him, uh, I am uh, the deliverer. You tell him, I am the way maker. You tell him, I am almighty. You tell him, I am Jehovah. You go and tell Pharaoh that I am and there is no other today. And so naturally, because of that, uh, he is victory tonight. Amen. One of his things that he is is victory. And so naturally, Moses went in there realizing that God is victory tonight. Uh, tonight, realizing that God is a liberator. Realizing God is the one that can and set the captive free tonight. Um, and when you believe in that, I'm telling you, there will be great outcome, uh, extraordinary outcome. Uh, you believe tonight that God is a healer. He can heal you tonight. Amen. You can have an extraordinary outcome. You believe God for the power and the baptism of the Holy Ghost. I'm telling you, God can have an extraordinary outcome and fill you with the Holy Ghost. How many believe he's all powerful tonight? He's powerful enough to save. He's powerful enough to heal. He's powerful enough to do all things tonight. I am. And so, as time went on, the Bible talks about, we can't go through all the plagues and various things. The Bible says that the, uh, he went in and talked to Pharaoh. And naturally, he's telling me, he says, God says, let my people go. God said, let my people go. And, and you go back through the dialogue of it, the Bible says that his heart, it was hardened. Pharaoh's heart was hardened. His heart was hardened. He said, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to let them go. The Bible says again, he went back and, and God was sending plagues to try to get a, a, a Pharaoh to change the outcome that was to come. He sent naturally the plagues of the frogs, the plague of the, uh, the flies, the plagues of lice, the plagues of the, the water turning into blood, the, pl the plagues of hell falling from heaven. On and on and on and on and on. You go back and read this in the book of Exodus. God was trying to have a gracious outcome upon the man. He killed, no doubt, children, allowed children to die, allowed the cattle to die. God was trying to uh, get Pharaoh to change his heart. But you see tonight, Pharaoh would not listen. And Pharaoh was in for an extraordinary outcome. Uh, again, many times we said the good, bad, and the ugly. And which side will we choose tonight? Uh, I encourage you tonight to change your heart. Uh, turn your heart, soften your heart to God uh, and say, God, I'm willing to listen. God, I'm willing to be saved. God, I'm willing to obey. Pharaoh failed to do that and it was going to cause a great downfall, an extraordinary downfall. We're talking about extraordinary outcomes. And so naturally, naturally, again, the time went on the final one was death, death, and that's what we read about the Passover, the Passover that's celebrated uh, a couple of months from now. The Passover where the final one was death, a sweep through the land. Death, when, when death comes through, it's over. It's over. 
an extraordinary outcome. The Bible says it's a fearful thing to fall into the hands of a living God. It's a point the man wants to die. And after this, the judgment. My friend, you don't want to be on the wrong side of death. Death can be a beautiful thing if you're saved. Death can be awesome because you'll stand with Jesus. But if you're not saved, it is a terrible, terrible thing. It is a horrible thing. The Bible says that he, he's, he's prepared hell for the devil and his angels. Where, again, not only hell, but the lake of fire. Where, again, eternally, men and women will burn forever. My friend, you don't want to go there. There is weeping and gnashing of teeth. It is an extraordinary outcome. And many will wake up and, and realize, and they open up their eyes and have a rude awakening. Why didn't I serve God? Why did not I serve this extraordinary God? He dealt with me. He spoke to me. He tried to pull me in. They invited me. They called me. They, they, I seen the videos online. I watched the, I seen posts and all these different things. I got pamphlets on my door. People, witnesses all around try to tell me. My friend, it would be able to excuse. Most, uh, Pharaoh had a lot of opportunities to make it right, but he refused. The Bible says death was the final plague, and it swept through the land. The Bible says, but he says, Moses, don't fear. Tell the people to do this. He said, I want you to go and, and kill and sacrifice. He said, I want you to take the blood and put it on the doorpost. Put it on the doorpost. He said, I want on each side and one over the top. He said, and when death comes through, when I see the blood, I'll pass over you. To some, it's, it, it seems strange. To some, it seems as if Ah, that'll never work. But I'm telling you, there's power in the blood. There's power in the blood. This blood is extraordinary. And not even just that animal blood. They, they, God blessed because it was, uh, again, a blood. They did it by faith. But even if you think about the blood of Jesus Christ on the grandest day, uh, again, that is some extraordinary blood. That blood of Jesus tonight is able to, again, to, to make the vilest of sinners clean. The innocent blood is able to wash and the blackened heart and make it white as snow. It's able to transform a life tonight. It is an extraordinary power in the blood tonight. Blood was needed to be shed. Again, that we can have remission of sins tonight. An extraordinary concept, but it worked. Thank God tonight when you apply the blood. I thank God that we did one day many years ago. And man, an extraordinary event took place called salvation. When the blood is applied, you'll be saved tonight. And many times, again, many women fail to accept the blood and allow the blood to be applied. And they, they cut themselves short from being released from all the things that come along with sin. You see, what came along with sin was death. It came heartache and pain and all the things that will come upon Egypt and all the men and women that refused Christ. But the Bible says, and so they put the blood on the doorpost. Again, to move forward here, and the Bible says, and we said when the angel came through and death swept through the land, the Bible says they died, but those that had the blood were escaped. They were able to escape. They were able to withstand the, 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 the blood, the, the curse, and the plague that was to come through. In church of the day, an extraordinary outcome. They were able to be released from the clutches of Pharaoh. And the Bible says they escaped them and they were no doubt going to eventually go into that land that, that promised land uh, an extraordinary outcome uh, a land that flowed with milk and honey 
a place that God had prepared uh, for the children of Israel. Again, this extraordinary uh, outcome would eventually become the past. Uh, at the time, it didn't seem like it was going to happen. At the time, it seemed impossible. I'm in chains. Uh, I'm beaten, working in the hot sun, uh, making bricks. It's no way we're ever going to see this promise that was given to Abraham. Uh, but again, uh, God has an extraordinary outcome uh, for those that believe. Uh, again, and so God has an extraordinary outcome for the believer as well. Um, we talked about hell but God also has an extraordinary place called heaven tonight uh, and when you uh, believe and serve and dedicate your life to him uh, God has a place for you as well eternal life uh, in him eternally spending uh, in the kingdom of God with the Lord our God you'll be able to escape the wrath to come here on earth it will come one day you'll be able to escape judgment uh, 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 again that we want men and women will face in the lake of fire thank God he makes a way of escape tonight and they were able to escape the Bible says and so as they went the Bible says that in Pharaoh he realizes that he let him go but then he had changed his heart again he changed his heart back and said you know what no we can't let them go and the Bible says that he began to chase after the children of Israel chased after them one more time and the Bible says the how that, again, Moses and all the children of Israel is estimated about 6 million plus or minus. And how did all these people they flee this place? And naturally, they came to what they call the Red Sea. And naturally, they said, now what, Moses? Now what? You brought us out here to die. This is the outcome that we're going to have, Moses? This is the way it's going to end? But little did they know, Moses knew the great I am. You see, when we look to God, again, God's going to always have an extraordinary outcome for the good. The Bible says that Moses told him to believe and trust. The Bible says he took the rod and began to lift up his rod that he used many, many times before. And as he lifted up that rod to heaven, the Bible says the Red Sea split. Remember that story, James? The Red Sea split. The Bible says, and the water stood up like two walls, and they were able to walk across the Red Sea into dry land. The Bible onto dry land. Can you imagine it drying up like a dry pavement? A miracle that had taken place, a miracle that had transpired, an extraordinary outcome that had taken place. The mighty God had showed himself one more time. He let them know, I am the miracle worker. I am the one that's able to take the impossible and make it possible. The great I am showed them, I can do anything but fail. My friend and I, as we look to God tonight, I want you to know that we serve a God that can do extraordinary things. They can do it to have an extraordinary outcome for the good. And just like Moses did it before he lifted up his rod and trusted in God of heaven. And the same God of them, them are there can do it here in this house tonight. That same God that can release. That same God that can miraculously open up doors. The same God that can pour out windows of, from the windows of heaven blessings upon your life. The same God that can make a way where there seems to be no way. Are you listening to him? There can be extraordinary outcomes tonight here, right now in this place tonight. Extraordinary outcomes comes the Bible says and so when he saw Pharaoh and his army coming 
the devil's going to always try to get the last word. But you have to have enough faith and believe and trust what God said. That God's going to win in the end. God's going to win in the end. How many going to believe that with us tonight? God's going to win and bring about extraordinary outcomes. You stay locked in. Moses had to stay locked in. He had to keep his arms and continue to pray. Continue to have faith. Other men and women had to have faith. They could not fear. They could not worry about Pharaoh and his army even on pursuit. They could not worry about what the enemy was doing. They had to focus on the God who was going to bring extraordinary outcome. And church tonight, as we look to the God of heaven, God is able to again defeat our enemies as well. It shows us here that if we believe and trust in God, at the end of the day, the devil is defeated tonight. You make up in your mind and say the devil's defeated tonight. You cannot win. My God is a victorious God. I serve a victorious God. And now that I'm a saved, now that I'm a Christian, I'm on the winning side. And it does not matter what he tries. From cover to cover, hearing the word of God, it does not matter. The outcomes always come out on the right side with God. The outcomes always come out favorable for the believer in Christ. Again, and so we see through the good, bad, and the ugly, God can bring about an extraordinary outcome. As we said before, for, well, for Pharaoh's a different story. Man, I done blue and blue. Let me get back to the scripture here. The Bible says the Lord reigneth forever. The Lord reigns forever. And so really, as I said before, <laughs> that really sums it all up. He reigns forever. He reigns forever. So at the end of it all, he reigns. At the end of it all, he reigns. You can go to Revelation 22. He reigns. He's standing in the winning circle at the end. Amen. When they nailed him to the cross, he reigned. Amen. They, he bled out, put him in the grave, but he reigned. Come on up, Victoria. He reigned anyhow in the grave, no doubt, set the captive free, even in hell, he was reigning, how you listening, when he got up out of the grave, he reigned, all power was given unto him, in earth, under the earth, and above the earth, and let us know, that God is all powerful, all knowing, almighty today, and forevermore, and so the Bible says, and they begin to explain the story, it says number 19, the horses of Pharaoh went in the, his chariot, in his chariot, the horsemen round and about they pressed very hard after Moses and the people he said we're going to catch them and destroy them As you, I, I saw a documentary not too long ago I don't know if it was a nature channel or whatever it was and they were looking at the Red Sea trying to really see if this, this, this really happened <laughs> they always try to find something see if we can find Noah's Ark did this thing real looking for the Ark of the Covenant all these different things they try to do did this thing really happen and so they try to figure out where the crossing, kind of guesstimating where the crossing was. And then they got this technology, sonar, sonar technology is, is GPS, yeah. And they can see through the water and they can see down to the bottom. And naturally, lo and behold, a brother, they found chariot wheels. They found the wheels are still kind of, you know, still there. It's been years, thousands of years since it happened, but they found a bunch of chariots in the water. And they said, my God. And naturally, they begin to realize some, some why is these chariots in the water? <laughs> why are these chariots at the bottom of the Red Sea? And naturally they begin to see the, the God 
reigns forever. The Bible says he, he chased hard after them. And the Bible says the Lord brought again the waters of the sea upon them. He closed the Red Sea back up, but the children of Israel went on to dry land in the midst of the sea. And Miriam, the prophetess, verse 20, the sister of Aaron, she played the timbrel in her hand, and all the women went out after him, timbrel and dance rejoicing because of this extraordinary outcome. Just a few hours prior, a few days before, they were slaves. But now they rejoiced. Brothers, today we rejoice. Begin to thank God already for the extraordinary outcome that's coming. I'm going to believe that with us. In God, there's an extraordinary outcome. They begin to rejoice. They begin to praise God and dance and timbrel and glorify God. And one more time, God has done it again. One more time, God has come through one more time, extraordinary, out of the ordinary. Nobody's ever seen uh, unheard of type stuff. To where this big old body of water can open up like that and close right in time to destroy our enemies. The Bible says, Miriam answered them in 21, Sing ye to the Lord, sing unto the Lord. Praise him. He said he had triumphed gloriously. And he's praising him, giving him thanks already. And sometimes we thank God in advance for what he's going to do. Give God glory for what he's done already. You're here tonight. Give God praise. Again, he's watched over you one more day. He's kept you. He, he's shown his grace toward us all today. We have a reason to give God thanks and glory. And the same God is able to save. That same God that you asked to save is the same God that's going to keep you all the way to the end. That same God that gave you victory over sin, victory over addiction, Victory over things before. That same God that moved mountains before can move them again. No mountain is too big that he cannot move tonight. I'm telling you, he says, the Lord is triumphant. Glorious is he. The riders of the horses have been thrown. He has thrown into the sea. No doubt he began to see, uh, he began to praise God and glorify God. It was a, a, a place of worship. You can go back and read another place where Moses praised God and gave God thanks for all that he was doing for the extraordinary outcomes that God is able to do. We can give you tons and tons of them throughout the scriptures. Go back and read it. There's tons and tons of extraordinary outcomes to the believer. And it's not just for them. As we shared in Bible school tonight, uh, the Bible says Elijah was a man. Uh, again, you think about it, sometimes you read these stories and say, ah, it's just for them. No, it's for you. It's for all of us tonight. For all of us to have an extraordinary outcome to where we pass from death to life. To where we come out of darkness into the marvelous lane. To where you were lost, but now you're found. To where you were broken, now you can be healed tonight. To where, again, you were sick, now you're able to be made whole and well. To where you were depressed, but God can give you the new joy and new spirit in your life tonight. I'm talking about extraordinary outcomes. The way we were headed down the wrong paths, each of us headed down the wrong paths. But God is miraculously turning around to bring forth an extraordinary outcome. We thought you had been dead by now. We thought you'd been locked up by now. You should you shouldn't even be here. But God brings extraordinary outcome. How me say that tonight? An extraordinary outcome. To where we can praise him and glorify him. And it's all because of Jesus tonight. The Bible says the Lord reigns forever. Back to 19. He reigns forever. And as long as we uh, live with him and reign with him, he said, you can reign with me. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Brothers, we have this scripture down in our hearts and remember this. 
No doubt we can see extraordinary outcomes for the good. Extraordinary outcomes that were bad and ugly, God can bring beauty to it. God can make it that bad into good. God can do extraordinary things if we call on him. As we share it with you, as we bow our heads in reverence to God, it's all through Jesus Christ, our Lord. If you're not saved tonight, given we told you about Jesus as well, told you about what he did on the cross, give him your life today. Because again, he does not want to see any of us perish. He does not want to see us head down the wrong path. That's why he came to give his life to get us off the wrong path, to that broad way to lead it to destruction. He says, I'm coming to give you a new way, a straight and narrow way to get us in the right path. He, let him be your savior tonight. He's an extraordinary savior. He does extraordinary things. He brings joy to the life, cleanses us, no doubt removes the judgment that we all one day would face. His love is beyond any love that you can imagine. His hands of mercy are unlike any other. Why did he do this? Well, so we can have an extraordinary outcome to spend eternity with him. To escape hell as we share and live forevermore with him. Church, let's begin to find a place to pray tonight. Give him your life tonight. Serve him. Praise him. Believe him tonight. Whatever you're going through, if you have a need, reach up to heaven and say, God, I believe you for an extraordinary outcome. Moses lifted up his hands and he said, I'm trusting in you, the great I am. You said you're the great I am. You said you were the great I am. Be the great I am now. Be that great I am. Whatever it is that you need, he, he can be that for you tonight. He can be that way maker, that provider, that miracle worker, that deliverer, the forgiver of our sin, the one who's able tonight that reigns and rules forever. Call on him tonight. Call on him. Give him thanks. Thank him in advance. Praise him in advance. Say, God, we thank you for what you're going to do. God, we thank you for God deliverance. We thank you, God, for, again, changing things, changing the trajectory, changing the outcome for the better. An extraordinary outcome it is. I say thank you in advance, Lord. I pray, praise you and give you glory, God, for who you are tonight. And she began to sing it unto the Lord. Let's all find a place to pray tonight. God bless you. Our prayer. The altar prayer is open. Believe God for an extraordinary outcome tonight. Yeah.
come. He's able to make beautiful things. Beautiful outcomes. Beautiful the ashes. Amen. And break things new. Take the crooked things and make them straight. Turn the hills into plains. Turn the plains into mountains, church. God is able to reverse things, do outstanding things, extraordinary things. And I was even reminded as I was just now about another piece of Moses, how did he had his hands lifted up on another occasion. He lifted up his hands. The Bible says when his hands were lifted up in prayer, Israel prevailed. Israel prevailed. But when his hands went down and he began to get tired and weary, that's in Exodus 17. The Bible says that Israel began to be defeated begin to lose the war. But when Moses lifted up his hands one more time, the Bible says that naturally he had to keep his hands up the whole time to pray while they were fighting against the Amalekites. And uh, naturally when his hands got weary again, he got weary again. He said, like, my hands get weary since I lift them up in church. They get weary. But just imagine for hours and hours and hours he had to keep his hands up. Church today, we encourage you to continue to pray, continue to seek God even found the extraordinary outcomes. It was amazing. And it may, perhaps if the Malachites knew that. <laughs> the Malachites knew the, the source. I mean, let's take out Moses and then it'll collapse. But it, thank God they didn't know that was the source. Again, of his hands being lifted up. It really just uh, calling God himself. And then after that, however, they realized that Moses couldn't keep his hands up. So he had other people come help him. He had other people, men and women, come help him. Amen. And keep his hands up. Continue to pray for us. Pray for one another. Amen. Love one another. Continue to pray and let's believe God together for great outcomes. How many going to do that? Amen. Great outcomes coming in here in this year and days ahead. Let's believe God. Regardless of how good, bad, or ugly it may seem, remember God reigns forever. Amen. God and the people of God, the things the people of God go through, the challenges that we face. Again, as long as we stay in tune with God, we win. Even through death. I ain't go through it, but even through death. Disciples and various ones were murdered. What did they know that was really just going to help enhance the gospel? <laughs> it, it furthered the gospel. Uh, again, really, Stephen, when he was killed, uh, he, he said, "You know what? I'm, I'm out of here." So I'm, I'm really gaining from this. But again, it was it helped build the faith, as the other people saw. And the Bible says that the church grew through tribulation and through uh, these things, extraordinary persecution. God still blessed. That's the type of God we serve. God does the opposite what the enemy may do. Let's stand to our feet and, and dismiss this evening. Well, before we do, let me uh, give each one an opportunity to give us unto the Lord as well. Give unto the Lord as well. Continue to give and support the work. Uh, so you can get that up on the screen there. It's there. Uh, again, we have text to give. 347-229-9933. 347-229-9933. You text the word give or if you already set it up, just put the dollar amount in it and it will automatically come out of your account. Or through Zelle, those listening, NTCC uh, Brooklyn NY at gmail.com is through sale if you have banking apps. And then we have our church website as well, mynntcc.org. Make sure you do forward slash Brooklyn NY. So we say thank you for your giving. Continue to support the work. The tithe and offering belongs to the Lord. Amen. And the Lord will truly bless you. You will have outstanding outcomes as you support the work. God's mathematics does not make sense, <laughs> it don't make sense. Again, and so, again, when you give to God by faith, you have an extraordinary outcome. Again, I think through him blessing you as well. Amen. God bless you. For those online, we'll see you. We'll see you. Um, 
Sunday morning, come on out. Come on out, be with us. Those in the local area, come out and be with us here in the house of the Lord. Amen. And, and those here in service, we look forward to seeing you here in the house of the Lord. Amen. God bless our prayer. We'll see you soon. And for those here, amen, let's receive an offerings unto the Lord. Amen. Let's give unto the Lord. Watch it, brother. She bless you tonight.